welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in an area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello, hello. What is going on? Oh, it feels so good to be back with a microphone in front of my face. Ah, hello. My name is Pamela Hughes, and if you guys are just finding me for the first time, I am a former news junkie. Uh, Hello, my name is Pamela, and I'm a former news junkie. I spent the better part of 20 years in a newsroom. I started off as a reporter, anchor, went to editor, managing editor, news director, and spent the last six years as a talk show host and uh, nope no current events okay no current events no politics on this podcast I left the news business about a year ago uh, so I didn't have to talk about those things so you're not going to get that provocative opinion or a strong stance on news in this podcast because I decided to leave that world of which I'm sure the decision to leave and how that all came about, that'll probably be material for a future podcast, but not right now. But uh, like I'm, I'm done talking about what's, what's wrong in the world. This podcast is about making your world right for you. I mean, think about that. Making your world right for you. It's a new year. And, and how many of us want to do that, especially given the year that we're just putting behind us right now? It's a good riddance. But are you making your world right for you? I struggled with that, like hardcore for, for quite some time. I didn't realize how out of whack my world was until I hit that uh, proverbial rock bottom. You know, that, that moment when you're like, yeah, I can't continue this way. And for me, that rock bottom came in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, super luxurious, right? Um, I, I hit rock bottom in that Walmart parking lot with a panic attack. I had just spent the, the, pre, the three previous days pretty much talking nonstop on the radio about a uh, a man who walked into an El Paso Walmart and like shot and killed some some 20 people. And you know, unfortunately, talking about stuff like that was was nothing new to me. I mean, I'm in the news business for goodness sakes at that point. This is what we do. Like it's not news when you know, somebody just walks into a Walmart and you know, buys their shampoo and walks out. It's it's news when, you know, they shoot and kill a bunch of people. So I talked about it, like, a lot. And I was used to doing that, unfortunately. And I didn't realize the negative impact that was was having on me. Sure, you know, I wasn't oblivious to the toll it took on my mental health, but I, I was oblivious to the great toll that it took. So there I was just a few days before my daughter's birthday and I was supposed to go in 
to get her birthday gift, but instead I'm sitting there in the parking lot with my heart thumping and racing and about ready to pop out of my chest. Thought I might pass out because I could barely breathe. And just the tears. There were just so many tears. And that's when I decided, um, like enough. <laughs> this is this is not okay. I, I've got to do something. And you know what? I've done stuff in the past. I had, uh, you know, I, I'd gone to therapy and it served its purpose for different times in my life. And I've got absolutely nothing against therapy, but that's when I decided to get a life coach. And I'll be honest, I didn't really know what a life coach truly did, but I, I wanted to try something new. I had to try something new because I couldn't stay where I was. And that life coach literally changed my life. It's the reason that I'm no longer in the news business. It's the reason that I'm sitting here talking to you as a certified life and weight coach now. I want to be able to provide the perspective, the gift that I received to so many others. I feel like I have tools and things that people just need to know that they can take back their own power and they don't need to be a victim of circumstance because for so many years, that was me. I, I felt victim to my circumstance instead of recognizing just the power that I have. So that's why I left the news business. But this podcast isn't about me. This podcast, I wanted to kind of give you a, a, a brief background of me so you know kind of where I'm coming from. This podcast is about you. And it's a new year. And so it's the new year. So many people are thinking about new year, new you, right? The, the quintessential, you know, um, New Year's resolution. Have you made one? If you did, you're, you're in like the, what is it? I think 60% of people who do that make New Year's resolutions. It's like a new beginning. So, you know, we're going to crack down and, and make some stuff happen around here. Right. But the thing is, um, only about 8% of people actually like make it happen, like stick to those New Year's resolutions. Uh, I got to a point where I, I made my last New Year's resolution about three years ago and I've been able to stick to it. Yeah, you want to know what it is? Because I, I offer it to you so that you yourself can use it because I've been able to stick to it. And that New Year's resolution was to never make another New Year's resolution. Feel free to take that and, and make that your own. But with the new year and the new you and the new year's resolutions and all of that, I just asked this question. If you want a new you, well, who are you now? Like, what's the current you? She just got deep here, right? No, but I mean, like, seriously, think about that. Like, who are you? If I were to ask you that question, and I ask my clients that question, like, all the time, most of the time I get back responses like, uh, I'm a mom. 
I'm a husband, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a son, I am dot, 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 fill in profession, you know, engineer, accountant, teacher, former talk show host, right? Those are like all the labels we use to describe ourselves. But they're just that. They're just like labels. And the thing with labels, sad but true, is that they can all be taken away from you. Now, I'm not trying to get all dark on you here, but I I do want you to just kind of entertain that thought for a moment. When I were to ask you, like, who are you? If you come back with all of these labels of how other people see you, oh, they see me as, you know, a teacher. They see me as a daughter. They see me as mom. They see me as wife. You know, all of those things. Yeah, but those are the roles you're playing. Who are you? How would you describe yourself? Some of you right now have never even considered that question. And that's okay. A lot of people don't. But I would just offer you that the most important relationship you're ever going to have in life is the one that you have with yourself. And if you don't even have an opinion of yourself, it sounds like a pretty neglectful relationship, doesn't it? Now, I mean, there are others, you know, when I say, you know, who are you or describe yourself or what's your opinion of yourself? You got a lot of ideas and most of them probably aren't good, right? We have that internal voice that constantly is beating us up and and it's common for people to feel like they're not good enough. And that, you know, eventually everyone's going to figure it out that they don't have it all figured out. And that's called the imposter syndrome. But it's pretty common. But think about if you were in a relationship. Okay, imagine you were in this relationship. And that person didn't love you. That person thought you were worthless. You weren't good enough criticized everything you did, second-guessed you at every step along the way. And then, to make matters worse, you're going to be in that relationship for the rest of your life. For those of us who are constantly beating ourselves up, that's the kind of relationship you're in with yourself. And if you had a person literally standing next to you saying all the crap that you say to yourself, you'd punch them in the nose. There's no way you would let somebody get away with talking to you like that. Yet, so many of us talk to ourselves like that every single day. So what kind of relationship do you have with yourself? What are the thoughts that are like swimming around in your brain about you? And if they're negative... Because if they're positive, then hey, let me tell you, high five, okay, awesome, like you are an inspiration and go out there and share your light with the world and start helping other people view themselves the way you view yourself. I mean, that's amazing, right? Unfortunately, I don't run into too many people who think like that. I try to help them get to that point and the breakthroughs that I have with my clients are amazing, But 
they come to me because that's not how they're thinking. So one of the tips and one of the tricks and tools, if you will, that I work on with clients is if you have a thought like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mom. I can't believe I just did fill in the blank. Or I'm screwing up my kids. I mean, I'm a mom. Those are some of the thoughts I've had. That's not true. That's not a fact that you're screwing up your kids. You may think you are. It may feel like you are. That may seem so true to you right now. But if you were to ask your best friend or, or share that thought with your best friend, like, oh my gosh, I'm screwing up my kids right now. I'm a horrible mom. What would they say? Chances are your best friend's going to offer you a different thought. It's going to say something like, screw them up. Oh, come on. You're an amazing mom. Look what you do all the time. You do this. You do this. You help with that. You help with this. Like your kids love you. You love your kids. You're doing an amazing job. You're doing the best you can. Cut yourself some slack. Because your friend has a different thought, like that's how you know it's not true. It's not a fact because not everybody would agree upon it. So it's not a fact. So start entertaining that idea of what would your friend say to you in this situation? And try thinking about yourself that way. It creates some space to play with. It creates a little bit of relief in your head or your chest or wherever you're kind of feeling that, that emotion of negativity when we get stuck in our own heads. When you start beating yourself up and having these negative thoughts, just pause a moment and ask yourself, like, what would my best friend say if I shared that thought with them? Because then you'll have all the other thoughts about how that's not true. So play with that for a bit. See how that works for you. The other thing that I do and I recommend to my clients to do is to look for the wins, to find small victories. What do I mean by that? Well, I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. I think that we just kind of go through life expecting ourselves to do things without recognizing the effort that has gone into it. And what's wrong with recognizing the effort? Nothing. The more that you recognize the effort, the wins out there, the more confidence you're going to get, the more you're going to feel accomplished, the more you're going to recognize your achievements. That's good. That's where self-confidence comes from. And that's what so many people need to build upon. So the first step in doing that and building that relationship with yourself and building up that self-confidence is taking credit and looking for the wins. So I recommend either every morning before, you know, you could grab your cup of coffee and you're sitting down instead of like aimlessly scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or, you know, pick your social media poison of the day, like grab a notebook, a pen and paper or your phone to, to jot down three small victories from the day before. Or, you know, if you're going to bed at night and, and winding down, you could do it at the end of the day, part of like your, your bedtime routine. Three small victories you've had that day. 
small. You don't have to be huge. Putting on your shoes and going for a walk can be a small victory. It doesn't have to be big. Remembering to give your kids hugs before they head out the door. Show them that they're loved. Small victory. And here's the really cool thing. Like the byproduct of this practice is the more you train your brain to find the small victories in your life, the more your brain is going to go out there like a heat-seeking missile, trying to find those small victories. And that is so much fun. When when you're in the middle of your day and something happens, you're like, ha ha, I got to write that down tonight. Or ha ha, that's one of my small victories for tomorrow morning. And so then you get that hit of dopamine in the moment. You start to like feel accomplished in the moment. And then you have this entire book full of wins, of victories. So when times get tough, as they inevitably do, you have a physical thing you can pull out and look at all the amazing things that you've done. It's a really simple practice, but it's a very powerful one. I'm a firm believer and you find what you're looking for in life. So if you're constantly looking for the negative, if you're constantly looking for how you think the deck is stacked against you or what's wrong, you're going to find it. Like our brains are actually programmed to find danger out there. That's how we've survived as a human species. But you can change that. You can rewire that brain and start looking for the good. Start looking for the victories. Start looking for the wins. Because as soon as you start looking for them, you're going to find so many more of them. And you're going to get that confidence. You're going to be able to answer more quickly, who are you? You're going to become the best version of yourself. And man, isn't that like all any of us can ever look for? Hope for? in the world? Try it out. Let me know how it goes. I hope that helped. Till next time. Podcast listeners, I am so thankful for you and your time. If you could please do me a favor and wherever it is you are listening to this podcast, if you could please give me a review, let folks know that the Unstuck Your Life podcast is helping you wiggle loose. I'd really appreciate it. 